Welcome to a bonus episode of Mentors on the Mic podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Simone Miller, and we haven't done bonus episodes in a little while, actually. And I took a poll on social media. It was either at Mentors on the Mic or at Michelle Simone Miller. And people said that they really wanted to hear about how to create your own work, specifically short and feature films. What are some steps? What are some tips that people could use? And this is something I hear a lot. As an actor myself, I know a lot of other actors, I know a lot of other, you know, aspiring filmmakers. And people want to create their own work, and it's very intimidating. Um, and sometimes we need encouragement, sometimes we need guidance. And so I thought, why not just ask these two wonderful ladies who not only have created their own work, written their own work, produced their own work, but also starred in their own work. And in the case of Fiona, direct their own work. So here are the Roberts sisters, Fiona and Sophia. They own a production company, an award-winning film production company called the Robert Sisters Pictures. And they do a lot of things. Fiona is also a working actor with TV credits, including Chicago PD, Law & Order, SVU, and Younger. Their first feature film, The Country Club, played five festivals and is, as of today, is now available on Amazon, Vudu, iTunes, Apple TV, YouTube, TV Comcast. Go ahead, buy The Country Club. Leave a review. The Rotten Tomatoes score is about like 83 3% or something. It's doing really well. I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm excited to do it. And then their most recent film, A Few of the World from Fifth Avenue, just premiered at the prestigious Bentonville Film Festival and took them just over a year to make. Um, the way I found them, actually, was that I auditioned for this film, A View of the World from Fifth Avenue, and Julie Schubert, another mentor on the podcast, cast it. And I got the audition, I read the scenes, and I was like, this is really good. This is well-written. It feels like really authentic and real and of today. And just it kind of felt like it made sense. I felt inspired, like I really knew what I wanted to create from this character. And I made a mental note that I wanted to ask them to be on the podcast one day. And so they're going to be on. The full interview is going to be on Monday, this upcoming Monday. But I wanted to share with you a special bonus episode where we delve into specifically six tips to successfully write and produce a feature film. Um, and I got a lot of people asking me about this, so I'm really excited to share this with you. Um, keep in mind, I did ask them this question in the interview, and they came up with, I think, like four answers, which is great. But I also really loved two of the answers that they gave earlier in the interview. So I kind of patched that in as well. So hopefully it's not like a bad patch job. But keep in mind, I just thought they were really great tips, things that we should know um, in putting together a film. And let me know what you think on Instagram at Michelle Simone Miller and mentors on, on the mic. I've been getting a lot of messages recently from you guys, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, I've said this before on the podcast, but sometimes it feels like I'm, I'm recording this late at night sometimes. Um, and by myself, like in my room, in the privacy of my room and just like talking into a mic. So it does feel really good just to hear from you guys hearing that these episodes mean something that you enjoy them that you're learning from them. Uh, even any like ideas for bonus episodes or ideas for guests. Um, this season is almost coming to an end. I have a few more interviews to share with you guys. But let's not focus on that today. What we should focus on are these six wonderful tips to successfully write and produce a feature film with the Robert sisters. Here we go. 
example. So what are some tips that you guys, after all that, that you would recommend people for writing and producing your feature film? Um, I mean, my number one tip is to, if you can find a producing partner and a writing partner that shares your overall vision. I think it's easier when you have a producing partner to get it done, because even with the second film, I was like, Fiona, let's make another film. She was like, I don't know, you know. And I was like, we're, we're going to do it, and here's the start date for production. So I think it's good to have a writing partner because you don't feel like sitting down at the computer to write every day. It's also good to have a producing partner because there's nothing like having someone to call like in the middle of the night when the whole schedule has changed and you just need to sort it out. And a partner keeps you motivated. Like Stuff happens in life, and sometimes you're like, I got this going on and this relationship, and you're like, my work's the most important thing. So if you can find a partner that's on the same page as you, that's super helpful. My second tip would be just to do it now. I mean, when you look at old photos of yourself, you're like, wow, I was so young. You're going to look back at this moment and say, I was so young and I should have gone for it before I had three kids or before my uncle got sick or whatever it may be. If you have this summer even to just go out and create something with friends do it. Go buy the book, Save the Cat. And I think that was really helpful for us with our second film. Because Country Club, we started writing um, just, you know, for fun, basically, for this class that I was in. But View of the World, we took a much more structured approach, which I do think made for a better film. What do you think? So, Yeah, I agree. Save the Cat is an invaluable book. Um, it helps you lay out your storyboard, structure your script so it doesn't get long and confusing. Definitely read it. You can write a script if you've never taken a screenwriting class, if you follow the instructions of that book. Of course, being at NYU and having producing and other classes and screenwriting is helpful, um, but we'd recommend that. The other tip I would say is build your network of people you like working with. Like there are absolutely people Fiona and I loved having on set and we will call in a heartbeat for the next movie. Um, build your network of, of a good cast and cr or a good crew, um, a good team. The most important person to hire, I would say straight away, is your line producer and your accountant. Because if you don't have a good accountant to handle payroll, then your crew will leave. <laughs> Raise the money, get the budget together, and hire a good accountant. And if you have a good line producer and a good accountant, then you'll hopefully stay in budget, everyone will get paid, and then you can hire the rest of your crew. Yes, because no one wants to be that production that just doesn't pay their people. <laughs> Not a great look. Yeah. And yeah, and, and, that, and going off of that, like friends will help friends. So even if you don't aren't able to raise a lot of money, um, you know, having the friendships with like a great DP or, you know, someone whose work you admire who can maybe give you a discount or whatever. I mean, obviously pay everybody, but, you know, you can make movies and, or music videos or a short whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the other thing I would say is like, if you're going to seriously produce film, you have to raise money from people. So we did an Indiegogo for Country Club, which was really helpful. And there are lots of different ways to finance a film. You can do private investors, you can pre-sell this your script if you get um, a name attached. You can also, if a distributor likes it, you can pre-sell to them and then they'll give you the money, assuming they're going to sell it overseas or whatever down the road. You can fund it from a tax break. So you can 
find um, do film financing and, and get the tax credit money in advance and then this other company will will do the tax credit work after you film and then they'll get the refund from the state so there are lots of different film financing options but I would say if you want if you want your movie made look into film financing options and then once you have the money the right people you'll you'll find the right people over time but no one's gonna make the film if you don't have the funding the other tip I would say is what they don't teach you in school, um, how to all the SAG rules and rules for payroll, like when overtime kicks in, who gets safety rides, um, how to sort of who gets meal breaks when that can be deducted, all the little things that you have to check every week when payroll comes in. So that's a big part of it. Um, contracts are very important. Having a good entertainment lawyer just to make sure that you have that you own the rights to your work um, or to the sound mixers mix, for example, you need to own the rights to that. Um, so we learned a lot of that, a lot about music. Music can make or break a film, uh, but music is expensive, especially if it's a hit song. So you wanna make sure you leave money in your budget for music. Um, also, you wanna have a good contingency because oftentimes, you know, if you go into overtime, you'll go over budget. Um, and then also keeping in mind that people for the most part, you know, love supporting creative. So if you go to your location and you say, this is my budget, can you help us out? Oftentimes people are willing to work with you and work with your budget as long as you're upfront and, and you have the money you say you have. How did you acclimate yourself with all of the, the rules that were there? Did you talk to someone there? Did you just read all the stuff? Both? Um, well, when you apply for your SAG clearance, they send you sort of a packet with all the rules. Um, but we have a great relationship with the local SAG New York office. And on our, for example, on our most recent film, we had a big Zoom meeting with all of our team and SAG. And we had some outside hires from LA and we just said, what are the rules if we're taking them to the Hamptons overnight? What are the rules if we're putting them up in a hotel? When do they need to be back in their, in their room? And SAG was really appreciative that we asked and so they were, they were willing to work with us. So it's really just being upfront. They're a great union. They support talent. You know, they're there to help. So I would say don't try to fight them. Just, you know, try to work with them. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the other thing I would say is like to just try to pick something that you want to deal with for a long time. Because if you're making features, uh, it's years of your life, years of yeah. pre and post and festivals and then distribution and everything. So you don't want to do something that you're going to be like, completely oh, completely fair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Mentors on the Mic. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend in entertainment you know would love it. Let me know what you've learned or what stayed with you on our Instagram at Mentors on the Mic. I love reading your messages. Uh, you can also find me at, at Michelle Simone Miller on Instagram. On both accounts, I'll be sharing even more information about our mentors. Talk to someone about what you learned today who would really appreciate it and send them the episode. Also, if you love the show, please go ahead and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It really makes a huge difference in growing this. It makes it easier for people to find our podcast, and I love reading your reviews. So thank you so much, and I'll see you next week. 